I, I don't mind beans in it, but I think chili's better without beans. Depends how they're cooked, like how the beans are. Welcome, everyone, to the new episode of You Hate to See It. I'm Adam. I'm Jeff. I'm Nick. And uh, on this new glorious episode, on this new glorious week, in this glorious new month of 2021, this is February 1st, by the way, for uh, anyone who doesn't know. Um, Do you mean us? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For you, too. Uh, Thank you. For this new glorious 2021 February, um, I'm drinking Bud Light Seltzer Strawberry, um, and I've never smelled anything as that smelled as close to the flavor as this, but I've also never tasted anything more metallic in my entire life. So. I've never smelled anything that tasted so much like can other than can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goat's favorite snack. Nick, eat it. I called a you a goat. goat. That's a good. Oh, yeah, you are a horse. That's a good. <laughs> good. Well, he didn't let me That's finish a good. <laughs> it's like... Uh, oh, it's like Mario on the spectrum. That's a good. Oh, He's a cool. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> oh, that's a thing. That Please, was, Nintendo, that, don't come for my family. <laughs> that was the thing. Yep. <laughs> Please, no. I have a family. Please. Mario <laughs> on the spectrum. <laughs> so me, Mario. Uh, I'm drinking, drinking some scotch. Drinking nice. some, some bourbon. Exciting. So exciting. So, uh... We we promised you guys a long time ago that we were going to do this. So, In a galaxy uh, far, far away. Absolutely not. So uh-huh. here it is, exactly what we promised you we were going to talk about. Um, Jeff, take it away. <laughs> I legally cannot talk about anything, so uh, that's the end of our episode. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. No. Um, yeah, so... We teased it back. God damn. It was like a month and a half ago at this point. Two months ago. Yeah, somewhere in there. It was last year. It was last year. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Thank you, guy. <laughs> um, this is why you're the least favorite. It's <laughs> understandable. We would do an episode of my some stories from my last job because they were it was uh, it was a trip. It was the thing that I did for a year, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, I was a private investigator for a year, so basically I was a glorified stalker, basically. But legally. With a creepy, with a, yeah, legally one, and with a creepy soccer mom van. <laughs> it's still outside your house? Yeah, one of them is, yeah. So yeah, I got wild. <laughs> idiot that figured out tomorrow i started just before thanksgiving did my training basically the vehicle is a like 
a mid two thousands soccer mom van that uh, has the entire back gutted out except for one seat, and has a computer monitor in it attached to the back of the one of the seats up front. Uh, curtains on all the windows. All the windows are tinted, and has a couple batteries in the back, an inverter so you can charge everything. And then you sit there with your with your fun little camera. And just stare at it all fucking day. Cause if you <laughs> you miss anything, you're a fucking idiot, <laughs> and it is 100% your fault. <laughs> There's no one else to fucking blame. So happy I didn't get that job. Oh, dude, it was wild. Yeah, Nick, tell them about your wonderful experience on your ride along. Oh yeah, so I, Jeff and I applied for the same job uh, when we were both working nights, nighttime security. And uh, I got to do a ride-along where I had to meet a guy in his little fucking mini stalker van at 4.30 in the morning on the other side of, like, the city. And it was awful. And uh, he... So I, I, being a grown-ass man, was able to hold my bladder the entire eight hours that we did it. <clears throat> Nick, that's not you being a grown ass man. That's you being a dehydrated non like just not not in good health man. <laughs> I peed like I ten times a day. I was never going to pee in another van <laughs> in a bottle with another human being in that van. I I would have died of fucking ketoacidosis before I let that happen. My bladder would have burst before I am peeing in that van with that guy. Yeah. Um, so, was there anything interesting? My training class was just me and one other dude from Wisconsin. Uh, we had no idea what we were getting into. He has a fun story. So, he technically, after training, so the job slows down the winter. So, we got hired at, like, the shittiest time. Uh, apparently, it was super shitty for him. So, he didn't work for the first three weeks after our training. So he went into debt paying his mortgage because he had to use his credit cards. And then when it came around to him finally getting a case, he couldn't make it to the case because he didn't have any money for gas to get to the case to work to make money to pay off his credit card. And the company said, well, if you don't go, you're fired. So he quit. (laughs) (laughs) So the dude literally worked like one or two cases, I think. And that was like during training. It was wild. Oh, right, because they pay you back for gas, right? Yeah, yeah. So he couldn't... <laughs> wow. Yeah, it sucked. That It was wild. And by the time he that happened to him, I had had so many shitty cases. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the company I worked for did... It's for workmen's comp cases, so checking to make sure people aren't, you know, reaping the benefit, reaping the benefits of uh, workmen's comp and getting money from the company's insurance while still going out and doing stuff or working for another company while said thing happens, which you think would get brought up in like the background check at some point or something, but. Look, look, you gotta make sure your janitor who blew out his knee last summer isn't bowling every other Thursday. Which happens. 
most yep. of our most of our cases are actual like catching people doing shit they're not supposed to be doing. Like, what's one of the worst ones? Oh, there's a guy who like had a super bad lower back and had surgery on it and he lived out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere but every single day at the same time he would go to a rec center do a couple laps on the track go swimming go do something else like ride like the elliptical and then go home like every day (laughs) it's like how dumb are you (laughs) i would just buy a treadmill and keep it in my house then Especially from how far he had to drive to get to the fucking closest gym. It was basically longer than it took us to help you move your mother's shit to a fucking storage unit in another middle-of-nowhere area. That's so far. That was 30 minutes. It was a long time. We had a blast, though. Um, God, I don't, I don't... I really just don't even know where to start. There's so much shit. Um, talk about your first case by yourself. My first case by myself. What one was that? Oh my god, what one was that? I like slightly remember it, but I think it was one where like nothing happened. Because I remember my first like two weeks, I was bored out of my mind because no one ever left their house. And so I was just sitting outside of people's houses, basically. Um, I don't remember my exact first case, but I remember one of my first ones because I was on it for two weeks straight. So literally 14 days in a row. And the dude left his house twice. And I felt horrible because uh, the guy's injuries were very, very bad and were very, very obvious. (laughs) And I didn't know why it was there. Basically, he was in an accident where he got 90% of his body burnt. And it was very visible. And he was clearly not walking very well or, like, getting around well at all. He had people driving places. I was like, why are we here? Like, why are we bugging this man's life? (laughs) Like, this poor bastard. The only time he left was to go get his pain meds. That's not fun. What about the one where the cops showed up in that small ass town oh is it, you mean the one where like i got threatened to be like yeah by like local pd <laughs> oh my god yeah fuck small town pd man uh <laughs> so i show up for this case it i had to drive two hours i started at six and it was in a different time zone so i had to leave at 3 a.m to make it there by 6 a.m i get there i get it set up i'm looking down i'm down the road i can see uh my subject's house. I get all situated. Not even five minutes later, there's some dude staring at, like, the curtains through my window trying to shine a flashlight, just, like, head pressed up against my window. And he's like, someone in there? And I'm just like, don't say anything. He just leaves. And lo and behold, of course, he called the fucking police. So I get out to talk to the cop. He (laughs) proceeds to tell me that I had been I had a lot of calls on me already. I was like, I don't get how, because there's like three people that live here, so I don't know what a lot <laughs> is to you. <laughs> you could have just told me the neighbors called because they're the only people here. And then he was like, well, 
like it's like no big deal but you're probably gonna get a lot of people wandering up to your vehicle and blah blah, blah. it's like well whatever that's fine deal with it he then goes on no you should probably move i was like well i can't so there's nowhere else for me to go to do my job he goes well this person right behind you whose property like you're parked in front of they said that they saw you run over their trash can their trash can is by their fucking garage door by their house that is 40 feet away from the road i would have had to drive through this man's front yard to plow into (laughs) his standing up trash can and then drive back onto the road and park in front of his house and somehow not be caught (laughs) Um, so he tried blaming that on me and was walking around the vehicle looking for some blue skid marks on my white van because he thought clearly I hit this man's garbage can. I was like, no, that didn't happen. He's like, well, we had someone call it midnight this morning saying that you were going to be here. I was like, well, that's fucking weird. Cause the only person that knows I'm going to be here is me. And I didn't fucking call you at midnight because I was asleep because I had to wake up at three to be in the shitty ass town. <laughs> he goes on to tell me, ah, uh, well, clearly someone told us, he's like, well, you can't park here because you can't legally park here. I'm like, well, there's not a single sign on this road that says no parking allowed so I can be parked here. He's like, ah, uh, but your tire is technically partially touching two blades of grass of this man's front lawn so I can have you towed. And I was like, what he's like you're going to leave this town now and i'm going to follow you out or i'm going to arrest you and i was like why (laughs) what the fuck did i do (laughs) just because you don't want to deal with the calls because you are probably one of two people working right now and you're a lazy son of a bitch doesn't mean i can't do my job (laughs) um so yeah he followed me out of town i stopped working for that day and my case manager said fuck that guy and sent three people to work it the next day do you ever know what happens after that? <laughs> nope. No clue. Don't care. <laughs> Was that your only encounter with PD? Like, fuck the no. One? <laughs> okay. All right, okay. let's talk okay. about more shitty encounters. Yeah. With police. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't have like super shitty encounters with police, but I encounter police a lot. <laughs> People call them on me all the time. I talk, uh, I had a very friendly, fun conversation with a, uh, michigan state trooper who was also from i don't think he went to western but i don't know he went he like was also just straight out of college and stuff and he was we sat there and talked he's like yeah no like you're legally parked you're fine he's like is this job worth it because i don't know if my job's worth it and i was like i would I, you want to trade jobs you can have this van and i will definitely take your i, I will take your job <laughs> he's like no i can't be that bad i was like we're standing outside in 95 degree weather what do you think it is in there <laughs> i was happy that you showed up because i don't have to be inside of there anymore <laughs> he's like yeah i do have ac it was like congrats <laughs> I fucking, have a fan. <laughs> yeah, a fan that blows around 110 degree hot air. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, you can't crack the windows, can you? No, it's a minivan, man. But fuck that. Um, I had a fun experience also in Michigan with police where I was following someone. She went to her place of work and I didn't notice 
but on the last van I had, if the sun was hitting a window right, you could clearly see that there were curtains on the windows. And that's obviously very creepy and suspicious. So I was in this parking lot. I didn't realize that one of her coworkers had walked out from a different exit and gotten like to her car that I was parked next to. And I just hear like something tapping my glass. I turn around to just this woman's eyes, big eyed staring at me. And I was just like, uh, and she like freaks out. She screams. She runs inside. She runs inside. I immediately just leave. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> that was terrifying. I get like five miles away. I have a cop pulling me over. Another cop pull up behind him because they obviously have no idea what the fuck just happened. There's <laughs> <laughs> no white man with dude in it. <laughs> with plates from a different state just sitting in our parking lot <laughs> with a camera. And yeah, then I had to explain to them before you know I got thrown to the ground in my ass beat for being a creep ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun time. Um, I had a guy also in Michigan. Why shit in Michigan? <laughs> Michigan's full of wild people. There's fucking some of the worst people in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I like going there, but some of the worst people are also there. Um. I was parked next to this guy's house in a like pretty residential area and he came out because I was in the same van so apparently he could like slightly see me moving the curtains every once in a while and I had been there for three days and he comes out and he's just yelling and he pulls his gun out and he's like I know you're in there blah 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 so I just call the police and they're like do not go up front because he will possibly be able to see you and just shoot you I was like uh and he's just yelling louder and louder and louder next thing I know two cop cars pull up they both hop out and whip out their guns they're pointing them at the, him but he's on the other side of the van so I'm literally like collateral damage in <laughs> <and> a crossfire <laughs> I'm like I'm like still on the line with the operator I'm like can I go up yet they're like I don't know what are they doing and they're like I was like everyone has their gun out and they're like no <laughs> no not at all this is a bad idea i was like uh finally they like got like they told him like, he'd like put his gun down and they put theirs away and i came up front and he was completely fine with it he's like oh dude that's fine and i was like then why did you come out like sir i was in fear for my life <laughs> <laughs> sir i have adrenaline racing through my veins still because i thought i was going to die <laughs> that's wild uh, so so I, i'm obviously you weren't allowed to carry a firearm while on this job no that's a big thing in private investigations you let a lot so, of companies don't allow so you. i i applied for your company and then I applied for a different company before I got the job I currently have. And I was on, so I had a Skype interview with some dude in Texas who was going to be my case manager if I got the job. Like, we're, we're running up the interview. Like, we talked video games a little bit. We talked about, the, like, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare for a little bit. It was, it was a fun interview. And he's like, you got a gun? You got a Floyd card? I know you need one of those up there. And I'm like, yeah, I got one of those. You got concealed carry? I'm like, no, not yet. I'm planning on getting one. And I'm like, he's like, cool. Well, I never told you this, but uh, you're not allowed to carry a firearm. That I told you, uh, but I never told you this. Most of our people carry a firearm. <laughs> Most you, of our people have a gun in their car. You should, because, like, people are fucking insane. So a big thing about private investigations is uh, people need to pay more attention. 
Like, I didn't realize until I started the job how easy it is to follow someone and then not know and then go to, like, six places and back home and then not understand that there was someone following them the entire time. Inside the stores, like, behind them in their vehicle, everything. It's just fucking stupid. I mean, I know... So but the I people know... who do find you, oh, are they not fucking happy people? <laughs> <laughs> So I know I know a couple ways to shake a tail and like a couple ways to suss out a tail, but most of the ways to suss out a tail in, involve like just pissing off everyone on the road that's on that's on the road with you. Um, like, a real good way is to just randomly pull into a driveway and just turn around. That's the easiest that, way. Literally, just yeah. what you're doing, just turn around. If it's a parking lot, whatever. If you think you're being followed pull in somewhere but like don't like dead end yourself but pull in somewhere and immediately just turn around as fast as you can and if they because now they have to turn if they want to keep following you yeah you have to turn around and you will obviously see it uh, another fun way to do it is if you're at a stoplight and the light gets uh the light turns green just sit there while everyone's honking at you just sit there because if someone else is sitting there they're like after a couple minutes if they're still just sitting there they following you. I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a great way to have the cops called on you and have everyone hate you for the rest of your life. One of the worst cases I worked was an actual like criminal case. It was a guy who had spent quite a large amount of time in jail for illegal firearms trafficking. So, I mean, if he's, you know, trafficked firearms, why would I, an unarmed person, follow and watch this man's life? Because let me tell you, as a man who had just gotten out of jail like a year earlier and had spent 16 years in there, damn, was he quick to know that someone was watching him in his neighborhood. <laughs> it's almost like he checks for that shit every fucking day. <laughs> I worked that case with another guy after I got made. Because for some reason, my case manager thought it would work if we used two people instead. And that guy that morning immediately went and was banging on like my, my co-worker's fucking window called the police was not allowing him to leave even after the once the police were there he was not allowing them to leave like him to leave he was like no like fuck this guy fuck you i haven't done anything wrong blah blah, blah. and we're, i was just like see i'll be be like a mile away if you need me but i can't fucking help you here the small rural areas are just always horrible because you always stick out like a sore thumb. Like, there's nowhere good to be. There's no place to park. Yeah, there's no good place. Also, they know everyone who's supposed to be in that town. <laughs> exactly. It's horrible. I worked one in such a rural area that I had a dude follow me, follow me around the entire time I was there because <laughs> they immediately knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Later on, found out he, he was, like, one of their, the cops there, and he was just off-duty. But yeah, I thought he was gonna kill me too at one point. <laughs> a lot of stress. I don't think anyone could pull a gun on me at this point and me not be like, "All right, <laughs> this adds up. It all makes sense now." It's just there's a lot of, some wild shit out there. No, I mean, ask ask away, because I mean, I've had real good days. I've had real bad you have days. Any, you so have any you have any creepy shit like like spooky? Um, I mean, I worked into the night a lot, but it was, it's hard to be spooked out by other things when 
everyone else, yeah, <laughs> when everyone else around has no idea you're there. It's hard to be spooked out by other stuff when you're the one basically that will spook everyone else. <laughs> like it's it, no, I don't think I really ever had. I mean, other than just like people out for like a late night stroll that I didn't see in the first place, like that okay. we're about to walk by, and all of a sudden, like I hear them take a step outside. And I'm like, what the fuck's that? And they're just walking. I'm like, okay, uh, no, not really. Not too Did much. Did anyone try and steal your van? Uh, no, a lot of people oh, try to get in it? it. No, a lot of people try to get oh, in. What? Like the people who are like trying to like oh, okay. see if you're in there, like they always pull on your fucking door handles. But yeah, no, I've never, never had anyone try to break in. Luckily, I don't think I've ever really been. What was your most uncomfortable experience? And the... probably one of the two hundred degree summer. <laughs> yeah, the day there was a day where. It was like a hundred. It was like almost a hundred outside, so it's like hundred and thirty in the fucking van. And I worked a fourteen-hour day, just sitting back there because the dude was at work. Water. Yeah, because the dude was walking. Yeah, I chugged three gal. I had three gallons of water that day, and like peed once. <laughs> like I'm just sweating. So <laughs> your body's running at peak efficiency. <laughs> I'm just sweating twenty four seven. Yeah, and this dude worked like all day in like this air conditioned warehouse, but I couldn't see in there. I just saw his vehicle in the parking lot and they were like, mm, Well, see how long he works. Like, let's see what his work days are. Yeah, fourteen hours rolls around. I'm literally like almost dead. I'm like, uh, he's still here. They're like, Cool. Wait for him to leave. Luckily, he left like 10 minutes after that. And once he got home, I left. But fuck, that was awful. Um, I mean, some other real bad times are honestly when it gets really cold also. Because at least, yeah. yes, in the heat, there is the fan. Yes, it just blows around hot air. But there's no there's no heater to use when your vehicle's not on. Like, there's no way to make your vehicle warm. Being maids always an interesting time, too. Like, someone just walks outside and walks up to your van. They're like, I know you're a private investigator. And it's like, all right, well, and you just leave. It's always, like, the weirdest things. Like, they just, they're not, like, they don't, some of them, like, they don't call the cops or anything. They come out to your vehicle and they're like, I know you're a private investigator. You just come up front and you're like, all right. And you just leave. And they're like, all right, have a good day. It's like, okay. And then <laughs> their neighbors want you to fucking die. <laughs> if their neighbors catch you, you deserve to die. <laughs> Um, some really well, yeah because because so so the thing is the guy you're spying on he's just committing light fraud their neighbor's the fucking unibomber <laughs> yeah they're the ones that are on neighborhood watch like watching everyone masturbate through windows yeah um they're reporting really, to Peter anytime that's really uncomfortable is when someone lives near a school or a park yeah they'll do it. Because yeah, no matter what, like, obviously I'm not filming that, but the thought of a cop showing up or someone walking by and catching a glance of someone in a van near a park or a fucking school. With a camera? Or, yeah, with a person <laughs> in the back with a camera and a completely blacked out curtained fucking vehicle. Terrifying. <laughs> I'm like, I've always tried to get myself in like, an area to where like I don't have a view so no one could even think that that's a thing that's happening. What if someone took their kids to a park? And now yeah, you I've have had to... that. I've had that. And now you ha- are sitting uh, luckily, there staring. Luckily it dur- was during quarantine so like no one else was at the park. <laughs> it was just her yeah. and her kid. 
and the kid doesn't have to be in the, the shot at all. So that's a good thing. So talk about some of those awkward, uncomfortable, awful times that we were trying to, we had to record a podcast with you in a hotel. <laughs> there and, was one and some of the recorded. events before like leading to the recordings and stuff. <laughs> there were, I mean, I was just being hotels, man, like any hotel anywhere. And but, oh, there, was the, one, there was one that we recorded that I was on my phone driving. Wait, what? We did that? Yeah. I don't I just, remember that. I, I, I know, because it's because I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> we just, you guys were like, what are we recording? I was like, I'm not going to be home any fucking time soon. Like, if we're doing this, we're doing it now. Um, What about the one that the, they didn't deliver your food? Oh, my I God. That, that fucker. Yeah. Oh, my God. We waited so long. <laughs> I ordered something on DoorDash, and it said it would be there in, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, perfect. I get it. I have like 10 minutes to eat before we have to record. Honestly, the first, if you watch the unedited, you learn that, I mean, they've gotten shorter now, but our pre-show is like fucking half an hour long. <laughs> because one of us is eating a five course meal at some point. Like someone has to go have explosive diarrhea. But yeah, like, so I'm waiting. I don't even remember what it was that I ordered. It was something simple too. I'm pretty sure it was like McDonald's or something. I think, and yeah, no, like it was. It right. was like two blocks away from your. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were sitting. I know. Yeah, I know where we were. And we were sitting there, we were waiting to record. I was like, it says they're on their way, but they're just driving the opposite direction. And I was watching it the entire time. I'm just like, dude, my food better fucking get here. I'm starving. I hadn't eaten that day. It was hot. I had just gotten to the hotel, showered, sat down, was ready, like to eat. And just food not there. Nothing. No one fucking showing up. And I look at the app. They're driving the opposite fucking direction. We start recording. And I'm just like, why? Where the fuck's my food? Like, why is this not here? We get done recording. Food still isn't there. No text back from anyone. Nothing. Uh, I'm just like, whatever. I go on the DoorDash app, do the help thing. Nothing. And then finally, just out of the blue, someone, it says, your order has arrived. And I go, I open the door, and the person is just about to set it on the ground, and they just hand it to me. And then I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. I'm about to walk inside. They're like, no way, I need a photo of it. And I was like, okay. And they literally take a full photo of my head to my toes with me holding the bag, and then send it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So I just got a photo of myself holding my food. Obviously very pissed off. I was just in my boxers at this point. I'm shirtless. I'm just standing there with this bag of McDonald's. It's probably on the internet at some somewhere now. <laughs> Do you have the, like? Can you go back? I don't. No, I don't think I have that anymore. Yeah, I deleted all that type of shit. Like, whenever I get those, I immediately delete them because I don't want them in my fucking message. Like, things they take up so much space. Any? Were there any other stupid things? <laughs> There's always stupid things. People are fucking stupid. Um. I learned to that uh, literally yellow lights like are more of a request than they are mandatory. <laughs> Same with red lights, also still a suggestion, not a thing that you actually have to. As a private investigator, you were taught to run red lights if you have to. And so red lights are now stop signs to me. 
<laughs> like going to work, I like with my job now, I will still just run red lights because I think they're stop signs. <laughs> nice. It's always what you want. <laughs> you get pulled uh, over. Sorry, it was my old job. <laughs> a really creepy one that I had to do was someone was working a different job and they worked at a Chipotle, like in a strip. So the only way to get view of them inside working, because they wanted view of like film of her like working. The only way I could do that was park in one of the parking spots right in front of the fucking door of the strip that they were in and just film out <laughs> just film out of the back super creepily, just watching people eat food and her work and occasionally clean the floor or something. I, the way you describe this, it's like an RPG where you have like side quests, objectives that need to be completed before you can get the whole job done. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to insurance companies. They're very demanding on what they want. Some insurance companies are fucking stupid. And they're like, well, like I one time had so much proof that someone was out of town because I followed them from their house to the fucking airport and watch them get on the plane and leave. And the insurance company was like, well, we should probably still keep our like investigation day to day, checking the house to see if like, maybe she went on like a one day trip. And it's like, who the fuck goes away on a one day fucking trip? <laughs> like who flies for a one day trip? Yeah, like, uh, I assume you're going to be gone for at least three days minimum. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up working all those days. That was awful. Had to work from sunup to sundown, and it was fucking summer, so it's like 6 a.m. to fucking 9 p.m. Because they're like, well, maybe she will come back. Maybe. And it's like, cool. Probably I, fucking not. <laughs> I feel like at that point, you just find a parking lot nearby and just leave your car running and just sit in it. <laughs> I mean, our company wanted to keep doing it because if they were like that, like demanding about it, our company's now just making money off the contract. Yeah, yeah, and you do, and you don't really have to pay attention anymore. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah. I mean, that's when I got caught up on like Dungeons and Daddies and stuff. Like, I just sat there like not paying attention to a fucking thing. That's actually how I got, got super that. into podcasts was just because I had to pay attention to the camera, but I couldn't just sit in silence. So I just listened to a fuck ton of podcasts. God, that's all. Yeah, that's all I would do is just listen to podcasts. The The company I worked for, like, did not pay attention to the fact that, like, we were overworked so much. Like, I w we normally worked, like, 55 to 70 hours a week. And, like, when we leave our house driving to the case, that is the start of our work day and sometimes a lot of times we're working minimum an hour and a half away but you have to make keep making that trek every day if you have it for multiple days in a row because travel is only considered over two hours so an hour 50 doesn't matter you can't get a hotel you have to make that trek every fucking day and like say you work 12 hours like on that case you now have basically a 16 hour day because you also have to drive home i like but they didn't understand we we're so overworked i can't tell you the amount of times i almost fucking died because i like would almost fall asleep at the wheel there's nothing you can do while driving in complete darkness tired of shit that can keep you like focused 
<laughs> like, I'm listening to loud music. I'm listening to podcasts that I find really funny. I'm just, like, falling asleep, smack my head off the steering wheel to wake up. Like, and then, of I've... course, my entire time, I'm being watched by a dash cam. <laughs> I've fallen asleep driving before on the way back from night, from working nights. I've done that. I, I, I've gotten into Fender Bender. I've run the curb before. I've fallen asleep at stop uh, stoplights and stop. I've fallen asleep at a stop sign before. Do you know how tired you need to be to fall asleep at a stop sign? <laughs> I would love to like talk about cases more. No, like more about the cases, but like obviously they are still confidential. Like it is insurance and stuff. So like I can't really talk about a lot of them like stuff because they're still ongoing but yeah i mean if you are someone who is collecting workman's comp and you think that you might be followed at some point i can give you advice on how to make sure they get nothing on you is it don't leave your fucking house (laughs) it is it is exactly don't fucking leave your house you dumbass your own workman's comp (laughs) order on amazon and and walmart (laughs) I also have a great little nugget of knowledge to avoid having people follow if you if you're on workman's comp. <clears throat> Don't commit fraud. Yeah, that's not leaving. I, your that house. was that. That's my nugget. See, well, no, no. See if I if if you you just order things off Amazon and you use the Walmart uh, shopping thing where they just deliver the groceries to your car. So when they, fo- when people follow you, they follow you to Walmart, see other people loading your car for you and, that's and fine. make sure that you have room in your garage to park your car. So that way you can unload from inside your garage. Cause if you're not supposed to be lifting all this weight, I'm a one tripper. And if I'm not supposed to be lifting more than 20 pounds, because I'm yeah, not working technically, top, I, I I will go into my garage, and if you can close yourself in your garage, then you one-trip it. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, yeah, like, if there's no clear path from your garage to your house, like, if your house, like, garage isn't attached to your house, but, like, you have a privacy fence between them, like, technically, you would win that defense, because we can't tell you that you were the one that carried them inside. All For all we know, you could have drove them into the garage, parked, and... Someone else could have came over later and unloaded your groceries. We would never fucking know. But yeah, uh, easiest piece of advice, just don't fucking leave your house. Uh, If you ever, 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 ever think you're being followed, continue driving. Even if you have to go past where you're going to go, do not stop. Do not put yourself in a place where you can get dead-ended. And immediately call the police and just tell them that you think you're being followed. Tell them the route you're going, what roads you're turning on, like stay with the operator until someone shows up and pulls over the car behind you. Because if it is a private investigator, one, they're not going to hurt you, so you're fine. Um, And then you'll also find out you're being followed by a private investigator. Two, if they are not, uh, congrats, you're not being fucking kidnapped and sold into human trafficking. Yes. Um, So, Jeff, do you want to talk about uh, your new job a little bit? Uh, Yeah, so I started, I basically work for a company that's a lot like the one Nick works for. It's a security contracting company. I'm contracted out to a site. Uh, I make more money than Nick, and I also do actual work compared to Nick, so. I, I'm, I'm just more upset that I'm a supervisor and Jeff makes more than me. Yeah, uh, I had my training the week of Christmas, so Christmas this year, if you can't, re- or this back in 2020, if you can't remember, it was Thursday and Friday. Thursday was Christmas Eve. Friday was Christmas. 
Um, so my trainer was like, well, this is usually a five day course. Cause you know, it's a 40 hour training course. We have to do it in three days cause we're off Christmas Eve and Christmas. And I don't want to come in tomorrow or Wednesday. So we're going to do 40 hours and seven. So <laughs> there were four people who had to take psyche valves. So they had to answer 493 psyche valve questions. That took a large portion of the time. While they did that, we got to read the entire handbook because when we were done reading it, we had to take the final. And the people who did their psyche valves did not get to read the handbook. They just ha got to take the final straight up from doing their psyche valves. Uh, we all passed, right? Because if you know anything about security, every handbook's the same. It's pretty fucking simple. Really common sense. Um. Yes, yeah, so we did that. Next day we came in, we did our CPR training, did that. And like, that's like a, I think that's also like our a course, maybe. Well, we just watched the videos and then showed that we know how to do CPR and then left. So yeah, I did all that. Waited three weeks, finally got to, uh, got to work. And yeah, I work at a over a million square foot warehouse. Um, pretty simple job. Dealt with some stuff already. Um. A lot of sexual harassment goes on in the warehouse. Didn't know that. But fact, uh, factory workers and warehouse workers apparently are horny motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. I It's probably the easiest job I've ever had. It's easier than when Nick and I work nights. But that's only because it's during second shift and not at night. Because nights immediately make any job fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, everyone, for listening to uh, the podcast. Uh, a, a Jeff heavy one. Maybe at some point we'll do something that Nick can talk about. Um, no, but no one wants that. No one <laughs> wants that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So stay tuned in two weeks. From, uh, in two weeks, it's President's Day. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about for that. Um, so get ready. Nick's Maybe kind of we'll a get four political. for the U.S. presidents. Yeah. Maybe we'll get political. Maybe Calvin Coolidge. So we'll see. Um, Woo. So please follow us on all of our social medias. Um, just search. You hate to see it and find Chad. Uh, you'll find him and you'll find us. Uh, don't forget. Go to our uh, Podbean website. Uh, just search you hate to see it on Podbean uh, and when you get to our page go up in the right hand corner and there's a little green button that says become a patron <laughs> alright thanks guys for listening and as long as you're here I want you guys to know I'm switching it up finally we're not better than you but you are better than Nick so as a whole we are not better uh, I don't know you're better than Nick <laughs> you're still shit though Dog ass. It's a low bar that you just somehow managed to get over. It's kind of—it's kind of like a cracker sidewalk. You're improving, not a lot, but you are improving. So. Uh, <laughs>
Jeff looks the saddest <laughs> I've ever seen him. Oh no, I was trying. There was He's something stuck to this. No, there was something stuck to the side of my glass, and I was concentrating. Jeff on looked like he like, he just entered a new existential crisis, and it didn't look like he was coming out of it. I was indeed not having a fun time. <laughs>